It's time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League, fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. PSL Radio Show. on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Hello and welcome to the Thursday edition of SFM Sports Track. This is the PSL Radio Show, Sigmund Jolla. Nice to hear Sigim Kabadeli catching up with Penny Haynes as well. Going a little sporting is uh, Sigim Kabadeli. She'll be back again uh, tomorrow, just after the 6 o'clock news. But uh, yeah, Penny Haynes, haven't seen her in about a year now. Yeah, not since last year's national championships. That said, there's so much to talk about in uh, the world of sport today, from uh, rugby coming up to uh, football uh, announcements to... What's happening in cricket? And just to run through the show, what we're going to be having on today, we're going to be focusing on uh, Stuart Baxter's squad announcement, the first since his uh, return to the Bafana Bafana coaching role. Uh, we'll catch up with uh, Mazuna Mulefi, the uh, columnist and chief foot- football reporter who was reporting from the uh, announcement uh, live earlier today. We'll also catch up with uh, the AMSA Premiership's uh, look for September who has, uh, oh, I suppose he's going to be a, a far less busy man now than he knows that the trophy is going to Budvest Fitz on Saturday. And indeed, uh, Michael Morton of Supersport United, involved in a very entertaining Catholic Confederation Cup match over the weekend, uh, how they focus on coming back to the absolute premiership. But let's get straight into your sports news then. Football news first up, Stuart Baxter naming his first Bafana Bafana squad since returning to the hot seat for the 2019 Africa Cup of Nations away qualifier in uh, Uyo next month against Nigeria. While Chulani Serrero misses out owing to an activity at Ajax Amsterdam, Baxter's uh, handed recalls to Turkish-based striker Tukele Ramtia and Portugal-based midfielder Bongani Zungu. Dutch-based Kamagala Mohocho is included despite recent hand surgery. Newly crowned uh, champions Budvistvits, they're represented by goalkeeper Darren Keat and defenders Tulani Klachwayo and Spiso Klanti. While Cape Town City talisman Liboham Manyama is joined by club teammate Obrin Goma in the national team set-up for the first time. Uh, further, a few results from the Under-20 World Cup in Korea Republic. Group E, France advanced to the last 16 following a 4-1 uh, win over 10-man Vietnam, while New Zealand beat Honduras 3-1. In Group F, Saudi Arabia secured their first win of the tournament. They defeated um, Ecuador 2-1. Senegal were upset 1-0 by USA and Incheon. Now, this is interesting. It's only just come out. Um, reading reports suggesting that the Blue Bulls are set to name New Zealander John Mitchell as the new coach of the franchise. Now, Mitchell is currently in charge of the U.S. Eagles and is reportedly set to join the franchise at the start of July, although he'll only begin his tenure in the hot seat during this year's Curry Cup. And the Bulls currently coached by Nolis Morea. They're experiencing one of their worst Super Rugby seasons to date. They're languished in sixth place in the African group with only Cheetahs and Sunwolves below them. They've won just three of their 11 matches. Super Rugby Week 14 gets underway tomorrow morning at 9.35 as the Blues host the Chiefs at Eden Park, while at 11.45 the Force was at the Reds at Suncorp Stadium. And just briefly in cricket, I can tell you that the top international cricket committee has given its backing to a proposed Test World Championship. How exciting would that be? And that's your sports news. PSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. SFM South Africa's news and information leader now. What an enthralling season it's been. In fact, it's been a remarkable APSA Premiership season. Uh, we've had three very entertaining uh, cup competitions as well. One that's only set to conclude next month when the Nedbank Cup final takes place between uh, Supersport United and Orlando Pirates. 
But indeed, let's take a look back on this uh, remarkable journey as we are set for the conclusion come Saturday when Supersport United uh, will be uh, taking on Platinum Stars, Kaiser Chiefs will be taking on Bidvest Fitz, IX Cape Town against Barocca, Golden Arrows against Orlando Pirates, Free State Stars against Chipper United, Maritzburg United against Bloemfontein Celtic, Bulaguane City against uh, Cape Town City, and Highlands Park hosting Mamalodi Sundowns and Michael Long. And that was set to be one of the two deciding matches. But alas, it has not turned out quite that way. Well, let's catch up with uh, one of the senior men at the uh, PSL Media Man, Luke, Luke Kola September. <laughs> Luke Kola, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Yeah. <laughs> good evening, Green, and uh, good evening to the listeners, buddy. Now, let's, let's talk about this, uh, this rather remarkable... Se- I mean, your fun, I suppose, is seriously diminished by this because you're going to be at F&B Stadium rather than in a helicopter waiting for the outcomes to see where the trophy goes. The only downside to the whole thing is that I was looking forward to a helicopter ride <laughs> around to Johannesburg and so on. You know what I mean? It's a rare ride. It's not often that they get to sit in a helicopter with a few important people to check and hover around. So I'm kind of disappointed in that dream because I was looking forward to that helicopter ride. But congratulations to people first. Uh, they did the job early and uh, they're getting their trophy on Saturday at FNP Stadium. Well, you must be, as, as the Premier Soccer League, delighted that we've got a different winner. I mean, it does add some spice to it, and certainly with performances throughout the season like Cape Town City within effectively four months of, of becoming a, a, a club winning a, a, the Telkom Knockout, a cup competition. I mean, this, this really has been a remarkable season. I think it just once again reaffirms the fact that our league uh, is very balanced. Uh, any team can beat any other team. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure Fiercers is like, oh, no one would have predicted Peter's first winning the championship after premiership championship. However, it has happened. And I think they just, just do it. They did it in style, you know. Once again, I think one of the most important things for a league is to be unpredictable. And our league actually ticks that box. You know that if you are watching Kyle Schultz playing Barocca, you don't know where the results are going mm. to go. And if you are watching um, Peter's Red playing Chipper United and so on and so forth, I think this season will go down as one of the most chilling seasons. I think just before uh, Kevin Hunt and his boys called the fan, you remember that the whole week, everyone was not talking about the English Premier League, about the Bundesliga, about whatever. Yeah. They were just talking about where is the championship going. But I think the focus right now has shifted, obviously, to who is going to survive the top and who is going to be in the top eight. Yeah, I think that's the big one, because any one of five teams is still in danger of being relegated, from Bloemfontein Celtic, who are currently 12th in the standings, to uh, Barocca, who are currently bottom of the standings, a point behind Highlands Park. So there's plenty at stake over the weekend, as you say. But there's, there's also so many other uh, factors to consider. Cape Town City could still make a, a Champions League spot. Uh, Kaiser Chiefs could still jump into fourth position and get a home draw for the MTN8 next season. Uh, top eight is still an enormous battle between Ajax, Golden Arrows, Platinum Stars and Orlando Pirates. There's still so much to be decided for basically every team, bar Pulaguane City and Bidvestwitz. Look, except actually those two teams, everyone else has got something to play for. And I think that's what makes it quite exciting because everyone was saying Sundowns have got nothing to play for against Highlands Park. I reminded them that if they lose <laughs> yeah. and Cape Town City win, Cape Town City goes to the Champions League and Sundowns will finish third. So it's, 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 it's actually uh, one of those seasons whereby you go to the last day, <coughs> sorry, of the, of the championship, and you have no idea what's going to happen. And I think you mentioned something cra- uh, quite interesting about the relegation battle. You look at uh, Barocca, they are sitting on 25 points, and Roman and Celtic are sitting on number 11 with, uh, 20, on 28 points. Anyone there, anyone there, the magic number right now is 29 points. 
29 points is not going to be relegated. That's definitely for sure. Yeah. Who scored that 29 <laughs> points? I don't know. Uh, that means Celtic only need a draw on the final day of the season. So I, I wonder if they're going to throw caution to the wind and going to go for the wind, or if they're going to be a little <laughs> more cautious against Maritzburg, who've been looking great under Fundley Davids. Uh, but look, Lolo, when you look at the uh, the the, the on-field pl- uh, players, I mean the performances so far this season, they've, they've also been uh, astonishing at times. When you consider that we've had three different goalkeepers scoring a host of goals this uh, this campaign. That's not something you, you... I mean, one goalkeeper scoring, even if it's from a penalty mark, doesn't happen too often. We had three, including Masaluka's spectacular equaliser against Pirates. Look, those goals actually are quite available on psl.co.za as part of the goal of the season, voting, which is going to happen in the next two weeks. They are going to be available for the members of public to vote because the members of public are going to be able to vote and be able to, 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 to move the the list to, 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 to shortlist the list from uh, 10 to 3. I think one thing that I just wanted to mention, I'm not trying to digress, Green, is that Marius Beck United, if you remember this time last season, they were going yeah. to, um, uh, to purchase from, and they were all but dead, and the Cosmos needed one point to survive. Now, the irony of it is that Marius Beck is playing a team that actually needs one point to survive. I'm not trying to say yeah. anything, but I'm <laughs> saying life is quite ironic sometimes. Well, it is, but Marisburg United, of course, came out brilliantly on top on that occasion, and they're well set for uh, a very convincing top eight finish, and uh, good on them, certainly, and the way they've uh, turned things around this season. But, uh, uh, Lux, thanks very much for your time this evening. Go and enjoy the final round of fixtures, uh, and indeed, I'll see you on Saturday at, uh, at F&B Stadium. I think just one last thing, Dwayne, is that I'm just appealing to the people in, uh, in Jonas taking around. You don't have to be a fan of this reserve, but please, come around at the F&B Stadium, Three o'clock on Saturday, we'll be crowning the 2016-2017 after Premiership champions. It's going to be Razmataz, as Nilsam Sigin and Balua would say. Indeed, Razmataz, it's going to be uh, a wonderful affair. Thank you very much for your time. Go and enjoy. And go to drink. CSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. <laughs> FM, South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk Supersport United now. They claimed, uh, geez, I don't know if you saw it, but it was a brilliant, brilliant uh, 5-3 win in the CAF Confederation Cup Group D match uh, away to the Gabonese side, uh, Munana, on Tuesday. But they returned to South Africa now. They've uh, got to focus on the weekend's final league match against Platinum Stars on Saturday, and they're going to try to uh, uh, consolidate their fourth-place finish in the AMSA Premiership standings. Well, on the line is uh, Supersport United hard man Michael Morton. Michael, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Yeah, thanks, man. Good to be on the show. I've got to ask you about that. Eight, eight goals in a match. I mean, it was like watching two boxers actually standing toe-to-toe and punching. How much did you enjoy being a part of such an entertaining match. I mean, are you aware of just how entertaining it is sometimes when you're on the pitch? Uh, we actually, we actually are. I mean, we, I would probably rather win one 0 than four two 0 But obviously, <laughs> for the fans, part uh, three is uh, pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, we obviously would love to defend it a little bit better. But the fact that we scored five goals away from home is always good. So yeah, all in all, pretty good game, I suppose. You'll take it. You'll take it. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Nyamane and Brocky with braces. You'll take it. Uh, but in terms of your, your CAF Confederation Cup campaign, are you, are you pleased with where you're going at the moment? I mean, it's nice to get that first group win behind uh, behind the belt. Yeah, so travelling away in Africa is never easy. Um, so um, I suppose we, we, we never really know too much about the guys that we're playing. Uh, we don't really have any video footage or anything. So it is sort of um, 
got to sort of see what what they're all about within the first five ten minutes. So it's always quite interesting and. Uh, enjoying uh, getting a bit of travelling under the belt as well. So, yeah, it's been fun. Now, one of the teams that you might know a little bit about, of course, is, is Platinum Stars. You, you return from your CAF Conflict Cup action to return to the league action for the final fixture of the season. Platinum Stars, uh, they themselves, though, are a little erratic at the moment because they, they came with a great league win over Kaiser Chiefs, a good convincing 2-0, and then they had a, a horrible 4-2 loss in Swaziland. Is it a bit difficult to know what to expect from them? Uh, yeah, I think what they they obviously kind of got a couple of youngsters now. They've uh, got a lot of the uh, multi-choice boys uh, featuring in their side now. So with that, I think you get a lot of inconsistency as well. But uh, they can definitely hurt you on their day. Um, yeah, so they they are definitely a threat. Uh, it just depends which platinum stars turns up. Yeah, I suppose that, that that is the case, and it also depends on the personnel that they actually uh, put out on the pitch. But uh, looking back at this, I mean, you, you could consolidate the fourth-place position for Supersport United, uh, you could go on and win the Nedvan Cup, or you could end up finishing fifth in the league standings and uh, finishing as, as runners-up in the uh, Nedvan Cup. How, how have you reflected on this, this league season so far, or this season in its entirety? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we reached the Telcom final as well, so the fact that we've We've made two finals in, uh, in, during the season. It's been pretty good. Um, obviously, we would have liked to have pushed on in the league, but I think playing in Africa and, and everything altogether, uh, it's just made it a little bit challenging. Um, but yeah, we, we're pretty happy with the way things have gone. Obviously, adding a cup to the, to your league, to the league, uh, campaign will obviously make it look a little bit better from the outside. Yeah, it certainly would. Uh, but we, we've also seen a host of injury concerns. There's been a host of suspensions for Supersport United throughout this campaign. I mean, you yourself have only recently returned from injury. But does it bode well for the Nedbank Cup final to see so many long-term injured uh, players like everyone from Grant Gagana to you to Bradley Grobler making their way back via the CAF Confit Cup uh, to, to play competitive football again? Yeah, I mean, the, the fact that we've, uh, we've only got a squad of about 25, 26, one of the smaller squads, uh, a couple of injuries have set us back a little bit, but it looks like everyone's sort of coming back in time and peaking at the right time for this, this Ned Bank final. So, yeah, to get Brad back is uh, massive for us, obviously. Uh, we missed him throughout the season. He was out for almost six months. And we missed that sort of target man up front. I think it would have made a big difference throughout the season. So I think everyone coming back now uh, just, just as well for the 24th. Yeah, not to mention that he scored in last season's final as well, which uh, a classic that it was, 3-2 after extra time over Orlando Pirates. Uh, you're meeting the Pirates again in the final, but in a sense, uh, you know, I suppose from a team perspective, you're, you're aiming to become the first team to successfully defend the Nedbank Cup, but in a sense, it would be the perfect parting gift for, for Stuart Baxter, wouldn't it? Yeah, for sure. Uh, obviously, he's led us to now his third cup final since he's arrived. Uh, so he's turned us into a really consistent team, and we just want to want to carry that on. And uh, while he's still there, and uh, sort of a little goodbye gift, and just say thanks for everything he's done for us because he's been incredible, to be honest. Michael, I want to ask you though, with the, with the news that Stuart Baxter is leaving, has the club been very open, very uh, communicative about where to from here? Uh, I, I don't presume they're going to be rushing any decisions, but have they sat you down and explained where things might be going? Because obviously continuity is is key to success in so many factors, and you don't really have an off season. Yeah, the nice thing with SuperSport is just the the management's very we where they set us down uh, pretty much. 
uh, right as the news broke or just before the news broke, we found out obviously before everyone else uh, what was going on and they sort of let us know uh, what, what's to be expected in the next month or so, obviously with Stuart having to do sort of two jobs at, the, at a time now. So, yeah, they definitely did explain the process and, and how they're going to go about sort of merging into a new era and and sort of because obviously the African competition doesn't stop now until August, September, so obviously someone else is going to have to take that over as we go. So okay. it's just sort of phasing out Stuart really and 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 putting a new guard in action, I suppose. Yeah, well, at least uh, at least Gaetano is going to be around, and I presume he was uh, there with you guys every step of the way, and uh, was on the bench certainly for this uh, match on Tuesday against Monana. But Michael Morton, listen, thanks for your time tonight. Best of luck in uh, the final league game of the season. Best of luck in the Nedbank Cup final, and indeed as you continue your campaign in the group stages of the Cathcoffet Cup. Have you been looking for 21st century education for your 21st century child? Future Nation Schools offers an education model that harnesses technology, inspires critical thinking, and links knowledge to real life through project-based learning. Future Nation Preschools uses a multilingual Montessori learning model to develop advanced learners from an early age. Find out more about Future Nation Schools and Preschools at our open day on the 27th of May at our Clear Horse campus. Visit futurenationschools.com to learn more. PSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. SFM, South Africa's news and information leader now, uh, arguably the group, the uh, big news of the day was Stuart Baxter naming his first Bafana Bafana uh, squad since he returned to the coaching position. It's uh, ahead of the 2019 Africa Cup of Nations qualifier away to Nigeria in Uyo next month. And uh, there were a couple of surprises, but uh, fairly consistent from uh, Stuart Baxter, who's still currently Supersport United coach as well. But the man who was uh, with Stuart Baxter this morning is uh, columnist and chief football reporter at the Star newspaper, Mazula Mulefe. Mazula, thanks for joining us. Good evening. It's always a pleasure, uh, Dean, and good evening to your listeners. It's good to chat to you, and yeah, I just want to ask, initially, do you think that this has the Baxter stamp, or, or has he been quite restrained, not trying to change too much from what we've seen in recent months? I think it would have been too early for him to <clears throat> to bring about too many changes. As it is, uh, his preparation hasn't been ideal, because he still has the other job at Supersport United, you know, just, <clears throat> just last weekend, he he guided them to uh, to uh, to the Netbank Cup final, and immediately, um, you know, a few hours after that, he flew back to Johannesburg and was at Safa House when Supersport went to Gabon to play in the Confederation Cup. So preparation hasn't been ideal. So you know, it, it would have he would have been he would have been shooting himself in the foot if he made too many drastic changes. I think what Stuart did, he he had a look at the previous. Uh, games where Bafana, uh, I think, you know, <clears throat> in the qualifiers for the 2015 Africa Cup of Nations, they, they drew to Nigeria in Cape Town and they, they drew again in Uyo 2-2, mm-hmm. a very entertaining 2-2 draw. I think he's, he's drawing from that game. I mean, that's, that's why he brought back to Keloranti, who we yeah. know, you know, he has been a controversial figure in the national team over the past seven months because he didn't pitch for the World Cup qualifier in, in Ouagadougou against Burkina Faso and he hasn't played for the national team since. But I asked Stuart why he's, he's called him back and he said, you know, he looked at the tapes and he said he would have been foolish to, to leave him out because he thinks uh, Tukela scared the Nigerian defenders uh, the last couple of times that they, they faced him because of his pace. He's, he's been heavily criticized to Keloranti for, for not having the finesse or, or the, the finishing touch as it were. But I think based on speed and power, and what he can offer, especially maybe if he's playing 
uh, of a, a gabuza or a target man of some sort. I think you know, it's a good decision. And another notable uh, inclusion is that of Bongani Zungu. You yes. know that you know in the past, pre-Sheikh uh, Mashaba, who is Stuart Baxter's predecessor as a Fana national team coach, uh, you know, has included him in, in previous squads before, but has, has hardly ever played him because he. He relied quite heavily on Dean Furman and Dean Jamin from Pokekana. So there was never any, 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 you know, uh, any space for, for, for Bongani Zungu really. But now he's playing consistently in Portugal and you, you can't ignore him. I mean, when you consider the physicality and, and just the abundance of talent in that Nigerian team, uh, Bongani Zungu should, should be, it was a no-brainer that he, he be in that squad. So I think for me, those are the two big sort of changes, if you want to call it that, yeah. because they hadn't been around for the past seven months, especially Zungu. Well, as we remember, he went to the Nations Cup in 2015, and he, along with Temba Zwane, a sundown teammate at the time, are the only two players to never uh, uh, you know, go on the pitch in those three group matches. Yeah, I think that's a really smart move because Zungu, uh, for, for all intents and purposes, has been outstanding in Portugal in his uh, short time at uh, Gimarish. Uh Ranti, I also think, yeah, that two-all draw, as you mentioned, my heart sank because I recall doing the last mm. 10 minutes as well and just seeing Nigeria yeah. claw their way back. But it's true, Ranti ran the Nigerian defence ragged. But somebody who's undoubtedly a workhorse uh, is Tamsang Nagabuza. The concern, of course, mm-hmm. is that his own club is, is not happy with him, or at least the fans of the club are not happy with his performances mm-hmm. at, at, at club level at the moment. What, what do you make of that? And indeed, uh, other decisions like to bring in Obrien uh, Goma with uh, Lebohamanyama mm-hmm. selected mm-hmm. up front as well. So th- there are some subtle tweaks, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're right. Now that I think about it, you know, those sort of names pop up then uh, yet again. I think with, with Gabuz, I think Stewart has, 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 has gone to the Orlando Pirates, uh, Shell Univert and, and asked him, you know, uh, what he can expect from, from Gabuza. Is Gabuza off the boil still or is he coming good? And I think the answer is that he's coming good again. And, and again, it's a similar type of arrangement with, you know, uh, argument as to why bring Bongani Zungu back when you've got uh, grafters and, and ball players, uh, Dean Furman, Angile Jali and, and Trompo Ketana even. Uh, in your squad, why make space for, for uh, Bongani Zungu? Similarly with, with Tamsang Gabuza, when you have Rantie, you need to be able to switch up your formation. You know, if, 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 if running, if speed and power isn't working for you, then you have to be a bit aggressive, uh, get a, a tall, a big lead up front. And we know Gabuza has proven himself over the past couple of years in international football that while he will struggle locally, uh, whenever Bafana travel, and in the past, you know, like the Pirates have gone all the way to the final of, 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 of the Confederation Cup in, in, in 2014, I think it was, or 2015. Um, Gabuza was the mainstay of that team, especially up front. So I think that also, he's not a popular choice by any stretch of the imagination, from certainly from the fans and the press. But I think, you know, it makes sense that for this particular game, you would have Tamsanga uh, Gabuza in the squad. And I think Stuart said he also wants to reward players who've been consistent in the PSL this season. Uh, Obring Roma, even though he's mm. probably unlikely to play because Keegan Dolly will probably start ahead of him. But he's there as an, as an option and he's on top form. Same with Lebuhang Manyam. I don't think he's, he's quite the soldier or the aggressive type of player that you would necessarily want or need him in that type of a game against Nigeria. But because he's playing so well and he's a, a, a top contender for football of the season this this year, I think it makes sense that he'd be duly rewarded. I think it would have been the same with 
for Bushim Kwanaz, he a bit dismissive. He yes. wasn't injured. I think he would definitely have been in the squad, maybe at the expense of a Rivaldo Kutia, for instance. Uh, but I think those are, and it makes sense. I think Stuart, when he opened up the press conference, he said he wants to address the issue of a selection criteria. And he, he was blunt and he was for, and he was upfront and said they, you know, yes and no. There is a criteria at certain points and then there isn't. Because sometimes you just gotta, you know, sort of pick horses for courses uh, type of thing. And I think this is exactly what, what, what he's done. It, it, even though on paper it might look like, you know, a squad that we're quite familiar with, especially if you look at the squad picked by Owen Dagama, um, ahead of, you know, the two friendlies against Guinea Bissau and Angola. Uh, you know, it's it, it's mostly those players that were in the squad, and uh, that tells you that that's probably the best that 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 we have, with the exception of Tulani Serrero, who Baxter says it's obviously it wouldn't be fair on him or his teammates to pick a player that hasn't seen much game time at Ajax. Yeah, and I believe uh, there was uh, personal communication as well that he told Correct. Serrero about Correct. it, and I think that's that that is the right way to go because I suppose that in previous uh, years that's been the the breakdown in communication has been problematic for the players. But it, it, as far as his captain is concerned, there was no captain announced, and uh, as far as the technical team is concerned, um, have there been any decisions as to whether or not Sheikh Mashaba's backroom staff or technical staff is going to remain on with the side, or at least for now? Not, not yet, not yet. Uh, you know, Stuart didn't want to touch on that at the at the minute. Um, you know, he still has to. I think they still have to have meetings. They still have to to decide. But you know, from what I gather, I, I think even from speculation before Stuart was appointed as coach, it was clear that you know he would he would he would want his own people, and it it, it makes sense if you're going to come in, sign a five-year contract, and and you know. There are expectations that you take the team to a Nations Cup in 2019 and to the World Cup the next year in Russia. You, you would want to have people that you trust around you. Uh, perhaps maybe he might not tweak too many things, maybe like the, the, the Masio or the team doctor or what have you, but an assistant coach, a goalkeeper coach, I think it, it kind of makes sense that he would want to have someone who is to trust, someone who feels perhaps won't be a yes-man or someone that will be a yes-man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if, the, if, the, if that's how Stuart likes, um, you know, uh, things to, to, to be done as far as his backroom stuff is concerned. And with regards to the captain, he's also playing his cards close to his chest. But I think, you know, it would be safe probably to assume that it's either one of William Kune or Dean Furman because he's mentioned them uh, to, to me and another reporter when we were in East London after the NetBank Cup semi-final against Chipa, that William Kune and Dean Furman, for him, you know, are the backbone of the team. So I think automatically I, I would assume that the captain would either be one of those, you know, but we know that perhaps it could be Itu given that he he's the one that's mostly guaranteed perhaps to to, 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 to start definitely where Dean Furman has got a lot of competition in midfield if you consider, you know, the players around him from Poketana and Dilejalika Mohelo Mokocho and Bongani Zungu who are just are just talking about just now. Yeah, I, I tell you, I, I think it's overall it's a smart play. I think from uh, from uh, Stuart Baxter. I think overall he's brought in some real quality without making too many changes. But I'd still like to right. see how things develop, certainly. But it's, I, I suppose it doesn't hurt us that uh, the likes of Ahmed Musa, Victor Moses, uh, Victor Osimen, uh, Moses Simon, uh, Kayode is not available. So Nigeria mm-hmm. themselves mm-hmm. have been hit by, uh, by by a few concerns. Alex Iwobi as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. That's it. Uh, Mazula Mulefe, thank you for your opinions and insights tonight. Go and enjoy the uh, final round of league action this weekend. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I need some rest as well, you know. But then it's off to Nigeria <laughs> for, the, for, the, for, the, for the Nations Cup qualifier. But, but it's always a pleasure talking to you.
Great, thank you. CSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. Let me remind you of those fixtures that are coming up, though, is uh, we should focus back to the absolute premiership because I think those are key. Uh, this weekend, do yourself a favour if, you, uh, if you're uh, in the mood for a great celebration. Get on down to F&B Stadium at 3 o'clock. Kaiser Chiefs taking on Bidvest Fitz. Bidvest Fitz will be crowned for the first time in 96-year history. They've won uh, a league title. Just a remarkable achievement. They deserve to be celebrated. Uh, IX Cape Town, if you're in Cape Town, up against Baroque FC at Lucas Masterpieces Murepe Stadium in Attridgeville at Supersport against Platinum Stars. Moses Mabida Stadium in Durban at Golden Arrows against Orlando Pirates. Free State Stars host Chipper United at Goebel Park Stadium in Bethlehem in uh, Maritzburg. Henry Gwala Stadium. Maritzburg United play Bloemfontein Celtic. Pulawani City host Cape Town City at the old Peter Mugaba Stadium. And Highlands Park are playing in Timbisa at Makulong Stadium. They host Mamalodi Sundowns as they bid to avoid uh, relegation. But that's all we've got time for tonight. We uh, encourage you to get in touch with us. Uh, SFM Radio on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. If you've got any questions or comments about the show, please email me executive producer uh, cool chick you can use sport at sfm.co.za but no later Mulevo is going to be up after the news of the talk shop and you can catch more sport tomorrow morning let me remind you on AM Live with Janet Wood and Brad Brown's in between 6.30 and 7 tomorrow I will be back on Monday but from the team tonight producer Siobhan Chetty and me Dwayne DeLocker have a lovely evening cheers it's 7 o'clock